Hello and welcome to Simply Why. I am your host, Connor Reed. Simply Why is a podcast brought to you by Indiana Wesleyan University, where we do a deep dive into the stories behind our outcomes. Our guests share the choices that changed their lives, the paths that led them to where they are, and of course, the why at the heart of it all. Our guest today is Ronald Morell Jr. Ronald is an entrepreneur and the executive director for the Boys and Girls Club of Grant County. He has launched multiple businesses in the Grant County area and is also currently running for mayor in Marion, Indiana. Ronald, thank you so much for being on the show today. Man, thanks for having me. It's an honor and I'm looking forward to the conversation we're going to have. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's just start off with some tricky, hard-hitting questions then. Question number one, jazz or country? Oh, man, that's such a, that question is harder than what you think it is because if you listen to country hard enough, you can hear the jazz inside the country. So the songs come to my head, Shania Twain, her most famous one, the dun, uh, 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 you know, that one. That feel and that triplet carrying is the same thing you hear in jazz when you're playing swing. I didn't mean to get this deep onto the <laughs> into the whole of music, but you know what? I, I actually go with country because if I am playing country, I'm still honoring the roots of jazz in the music that I'm playing. So it's one. It's really what people don't understand. Country is a evolution of jazz. It's in a different direction than some of the other things. So I'll go with country, man. All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two: bikes or scooters? Oh, man, you, these are some, some zingers, man. Right now, I prefer scooters because that's the most, the most vehicles that I have are scooters. But, you know, I'm not opposed to expanding to all the other things that are out there. Question number three, wings or burgers? This is easy. Wings. Every day, wings, yeah. <laughs> like dry or the wet rub? Or... Uh, I mean, I, I'll take them however you can give them to me. Sometimes I might want hot wings. Sometimes I want my lemon pepper wings. Any way you can give them to me, I like wings. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to start off this conversation just kind of by going into how you got to where you are, because you're an entrepreneur. You were very well known throughout Grant County, but you didn't always start off that way. You were an IWU grad. And so what did you do whenever you hear at IWU? When I was a student at Indiana Western, my major was music, actually. That's why my that first question you asked me, I got kind of in the rabbit hole on. So I spent my my four and a half years at Indiana Western studying percussion. It was a great experience. And what people don't realize about musicians is you're really your own business. In order to be a successful musician, you have to be somewhat of an entrepreneur anyway, because you got to sell yourself. I mean, you can do all the practicing that you can dream of, but if you're not comfortable putting yourself out there so people can see you're not going to get any work. That's one side of the music business, if you will, that's not talked about a lot in school. One advantage that I took when I was in the Westland, I was practicing and getting better, but I also was using this business acumen that I learned from my family. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs to really market myself. So I was playing gigs, I mean, from Marion all the way to Indianapolis and all around the state because I was marketing myself as a professional when I was still just, you know, <laughs> at Indiana Westland. So that was what I spent my four and a half years at Indiana Westland doing, really, is just focusing in on music and learning how to market myself then that was easy for me to transition into, you know, more entrepreneurship because I was already doing it. Yeah, it's so cool that you were able to find that bridge because, yeah, that is something I feel like a lot of people don't think about when they go into music. They're like, I'm just in it for the art. I'm in it for the yeah. music. But it, you're, like you're saying, it's like, yeah, no, you you have to like sell your talent. You have to find where you fit and how you're different from the rest, which yep. is also very same for business, where it's like, what what's your little pitch that separates yeah. you from the rest of the business? And right. so how did you kind of accrue that knowledge and through music and then into your first business of yeah. like figuring out, yeah, this is how things are run. This is how we can stand apart from the rest. Right. When I was in Indiana Wesleyan, my the job that I was doing to earn income, I started my own lawn care service. 
as you know, there are hundreds of lawn care services in every city. So how do you make yourself, you know, stand out? I was able to make a relationship with a realtor, a local realtor in the Grant County area. So every time somebody came to her with a new house by sale, my name was on the list of the lawn care people. And, and actually, just as of three years ago, I've been closed this business, but as of three years ago, I was still on the top call for that lawn care. So because I made a good relationship with her, I was able to get so many jobs I couldn't even keep up. It was just me by myself. You know, so I would go to school at any of us and then go cut all evening. You know, so that was something I was able to do to earn income in college, but also develop a niche and a uh, relationships. Everything you do boils down to relationships, man, whether it's in music, entrepreneurship, political aspirations, business, running a company, whatever you're doing, it all boils down to how you are with relationships. So whether you are getting new relationships or maintaining the ones you already have, in order to be successful, you have to create and maintain relationships. So then is that kind of like the heart of your interest of entrepreneurship and also running for mayor and all that of that that relational side of things and like building bridges and like you know making connections and all is that kind of what speaks to you out of all that yes i mean that's a gift that god has given me and i realized i was good at it probably i'm I'm 30 now i think i realized i was good when i was probably 21 that god's given me a really special gift to be able to relate to multiple people from i mean the seem that they don't normally go together but you're, you're able to connect those people and get them in the same room and get them moving towards a common goal and that was a a gift that I realized about nine years ago God has given me. So when it came to entrepreneurship, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to start, let's think about scooters. This is the industry that was, it's still fairly new, the micromobility industry as of what we know it as today with, you know, the app stuff and riding scooters, et cetera, started in about 2017. And I brought it to Marion in 2019. So it was still new in the big cities. It was super, super new in small town Indiana. Just the relationship of being able to communicate to an older generation who have no idea what even what a QR code is, you know, let alone all the other stuff that goes into that. So you have to be able to communicate across generation, across race, across location. I mean, all these normal boundaries that society tries to create, you have to figure out how to communicate that in business, ministry, politics, et cetera. You have to be able to communicate through those walls, so to speak. So, yeah, the relationship side of it is really what is very attractive to me in business as well as um, politics. Yeah, I remember first visiting Marion back in like either later 2019 or 2020 or something like that and seeing the scooters. And I was like, what? Yeah. They have, like, I was coming from Kansas City. And I was like, they have scooters here? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> transitioning from a, a big city like Kansas City to Marion, that would be surprising. And so that was my vision for the starting the scooters in a small town, Indiana. Was My first experience with them was in Nashville, Tennessee. Normally, cool inventions like that skip over small town, Indiana. So I wanted to bring something like that here. So like, hey, you know, we got something cool at the same time as everyone else. So that's why I started in Marion and went to Gas City and Anderson, Muncie, and uh, Wabash. So just being able to give a small town Indiana a big city amenity, but still a small town feel. That's awesome. So then how do you pick what your your business ventures are or... Because I feel like in business, you kind of... If, if you're going to invest in something, you have to believe in it. Yeah. And so how do you kind of separate maybe oh, I'm interested in this and that could be a cool thing or like, oh, I think this is something that people need and there is a future in it. Yeah, so with the with the scooters, what kicked it for me in that is the experience I had riding it. Because essentially it's a toy. It's not needed. It's not like a essential part of life, you know. But it was a toy that I had so much fun. I, know, I remember the feeling that I had at that time as a 25, 26-year-old man riding a child's toy and it, it just changed my whole perspective. I seen I was in Nashville and I seen different parts of Nashville that I missed before and I was able to just experience the streets of Nashville differently. That business came from I wanted to replicate that feeling for other people. 
who who normally don't have access to that. In some cities, that the, the scooters are more essential. Like if you live in, let's say, downtown Indianapolis, and you have to park a mile and a half away from your location, you'll ride a scooter to the next spot. But most of the time, especially in the cities I operate in, people are doing this for fun. Let's take Gas City, for example. Gas City is probably only five miles long anyway. You know, so they, they ride these scooters, and they also have golf carts over there around town, and people enjoy this. For me, in my Morel Scooters venture, it was purely out of I want to recreate the same feeling that I felt and I believe people will enjoy it. And so far they have, you know. And now in other businesses, there are more thoughts and things that have to go into it. But this one was specifically, initially, how do I recreate that feeling? Now as I've learned and I've grown, now you're getting more in the analytics of the business and how, how this works and how that works and all the back. So, I mean, as you went along, the more technical side of the business had to kick in. But initially, man, it was just a recreation of the feeling that I felt. For, and I want to make that for other people. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We're kind of going into maybe the the nitty gritty ling- yeah. logistics of everything. Uh-huh. So then how do you even start about that of maybe getting an LLC or getting mm-hmm. like a name and then actually getting your product and then maybe right. backers? So like, what was that process like for you? Yeah, man. So, I mean, LLC is pretty simple. You know, you just, Indiana makes it really simple to go on their website and they'll conduct you through how to set up your LLC, which I think is like $97 or something like that. So that's one of the least worries. And to come up with a name is pretty hard. But for me, it was simple because I knew I wanted to do scooters and I wanted to capitalize on the last name that was familiar in this area. So I just put Morel Scooters, you know, <laughs> so that was easy. Um, but now for the nitty gritty of the actual scooters. So the scooters, you think of it with two parts. You have software, you have hardware, and they equally give you the most issues. Right. So on the software side, people have to realize how much is happening. You're scan- taking your phone out, making an account, putting your credit card information in, scanning the scooter, which is then communicating back with my, my app letting you know how long you rode the scooter, where you're riding it to, how much to charge you, when you stopped and when you go. So it's a lot It's a, a lot of layers that's happened on the software side. Those things can go wrong a lot. Then on the hardware side, you know, people are rough on these scooters, so you got to make sure the brakes work, the, the lights work, the tires aren't messed up, the motor's still kicking. So it's this kind of balance between software and hardware issues. But I would say that now in the business, business I spend most of the time looking at the the software side and making sure that, you know, people's accounts aren't in the negative and this is still working and that is still working. And so this year I actually was privileged to get my own app. So I got my own app developed this year, independent from any other sources. That was a journey. And I don't think people understand the complexity of actually Apple approving your apps. It's a lot, you know, I mean, Android is a little bit easier, but Apple takes you through more of a extensive process to get your apps approved. So it was it felt like such a victory when they first approved the app and was able to move forward and get it out to the people. So, yeah, so that's probably in the weeds, hardware and software, they both give you equal amount of problems. We're kind of transitioning into one of your more recent ventures into the political sphere of yeah. Grant County. So mm-hmm. you're running for mayor right now. And what inspired you to do that? Like what's kind of that part of you that said, Ah, you know, I want to have a hand in my community. Like you're already in it working for the Boys and Girls Club and mm-hmm. like for your business ventures and all that. But now getting into like the political side of that, what made you want to transition into that? My time at the Boys and Girls Club. So at this time, when I first started back in 2021, I had about 10 kids and I asked them, you know, what do they want to be when they grew up? And they all said, hey, we're going to go to the NBA, which if you're, if you're from Indiana or been around Indiana for any time, you know, basketball is a big thing. So most kids will say that, especially in the urban community. But then I asked them, okay, you know, making to the NBA is slim. Not impossible, but it's kind of slim. So what's your second thing you would like to do? And they all looked at each other and raised their hand and in this uh, unanimous fashion said, well, we're going to sell drugs. In their mind, they're only thinking of we're either making to the NBA or we're going right to the streets. 
that really, you know, burdened my heart. I wanted to show this next generation, the current generation and the previous generations, that you can stay right here in Marion and do anything you want to be, whether it's doctors, lawyers, police officers, et cetera, or even become the mayor of the city. So that was one of my initial motivations is to show that anything is possible. That really kicked it off. And I always go back to that story when I get super far in the weeds of the political. And sometimes you want to quit or whatever it is. And I remember that generations of kids, current, previous, and next, are watching. And they have hope that they may have never had before because of, the, of this venture that I went on. That's awesome. And I know your family is very established in Marion and Grant County and all that. So how has that maybe played a hand in you sticking around here and uh, investing in your community? So my grandfather um, started a Morel Floor Covering 60 years ago. And he is now the longest um, running and open black business in Grant County. He has invested his time, talent, and treasure into this city, and I had a great example to, to learn from him of what it looks like to, you know, stay right in your area, put everything you can into your specific area, and change the world. So, like, for example, when I was at Indiana Wesleyan, they told us so much that you can be a world changer. I actually believe it. You know, I really took it to heart. Like, well, I, I think I really, really can change the world. It's just now what happened is my perspective of changing the world looks different. So my grandfather was able to change the world of, around him immediately. I'm like, wow, you know, so that maybe that's what it looks like for me. I can change the world immediately around me. So if I can just change the world for this one kid, that's a world changer, right? If I could change the world for these 50 adults, that's a world changer. So I came from a great example of a grandfather who's a business owner. He's also a pastor. He's invested in his life into Marion. So I really wanted to be able to do the same thing as him and be able to, you know, carry on the legacy that he's sold so hard into this city. Yeah, and I know that faith is a huge thing for you as well, and that that is so intertwined with yeah. all of your ventures, whether it's public speaking, whether it's mm-hmm. you know anything. So how do you manage to kind of like mesh that in with whatever you're doing? When it's in you, it comes out naturally, you know. So when you hide the word in your heart and you're really about this, like you can't. It's not something you could turn on and off. I can't get up and talk in front of the kids at the Boys and Girls Club and then not come out that, you know, this is who I am. Or I can't get up and give a political speech and that people not hear that my life is intertwined with the living, with the teachings of Jesus Christ, you know. So what I'm trying to do is really just hide his word and hide that into my heart, genuinely do that. And then you don't have to, like, write that in as a part of your speech. It just it naturally flows out. It's who I am. Can't be separated. I can't, like, can't turn the on and off switch on it. So... That's just, why, that's just how I live, man. I try to carry myself like that at all times. So then maybe if there's someone listening in right now who wants to be an entrepreneur, start their own business mm-hmm. or anything, what piece of advice or encouragement would you give to them? Step out the boat. The hardest part is always the first step. People get so, I call it analysis paralysis, right? They overanalyze every single thing and they can't even make that first step. Again, it boils down to that faith. When you have the faith to just step out the boat. And, you know, you might sink for a second, you know what I mean? But it'll, it'll kick in and your instincts will kick in. God, God will give you what you need and you'll be able to swim. But it all boils down. You just have to step out the boat. You know, don't get stuck on step zero. Because believe it or not, the distance from zero to one is way harder than from one to 100. Once you get that first step, it's easier to keep rolling and rolling. So just anything, just step out the boat and, and just take a risk and start going. That's great. And yeah. I think that's a wonderful way to wrap up this episode. Is there anywhere where people can maybe learn more about you, find out about your work and all of that? Yeah. So follow me on all the socials, right? Uh, Ronald Morell Jr. on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can check out my website at the same tag, ronaldmorelljr.org. 
or you can email me at uh, RonnieJr93 at Yahoo.com, and we can connect that way. So I really appreciate you all. Thanks for having me on. Of course, and we'll make sure to put those links in our show notes. Ronald, thank you so much for being on this week. Thank you. Simply Why is brought to you by Indiana Wesleyan University. IWU is a nationally renowned, Christ-centered academic community dedicated to providing leading, innovative education opportunities for students of all ages, backgrounds, and life stages. To learn more about IWU's online, on-site, and hybrid programs, visit indwes.edu. And make sure to follow us on social media as well. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.